You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Welcome back to Words of Life. I'm Bernie Dake. And I'm Cheryl Gillum. We are so glad you've come back to join us this week because we have an incredible guest. Over the course of this new series, we've been interviewing Bobby Geary from the Salvation Army's Emergency Disaster Services Department. And she's really been helping us get a better understanding of what we do as the greatest opportunity for an organization such as ourselves, in my opinion. So welcome back, Bobby. Great to be here. Thanks, yeah. Bobby. It's been such a pleasure um, having these last few episodes with you and, and learning more about your own relationship and your own history. I'm wondering, when it comes to Salvation Army Disaster Services, these are these are massive operations and massive things to coordinate. Uh, who does the Salvation Army rely on the most? Well, I think it's difficult to say who the Salvation Army relies on the most. Yeah. But I will say that we rely on our officers, our volunteers, and our employees mm. to get the job done. Without without all three working in tandem, mm-hmm. um, it becomes very difficult for us to have a really successful disaster operational response. Mm-hmm. So I think they're all all important, all serve different roles and purposes, mm-hmm. and they're all necessary and needed. But I would be remiss if I didn't give a huge shout out to our volunteers. Right. Yeah, of course. Because right. quite frankly, they're the boots on the ground most of the time. They're the ones serving the meals. They're the ones on the front lines really recognizing um, what the needs of the people are. They're the ones praying for, for the individuals who are asking for prayer. They're the ones handing out um, uh, a meal or right. a drink or or something yeah. of the, uh, like that. So so those volunteers are, um, they're, they're, they're valuable. Right. Um, they're necessary. They are necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And they are never just a volunteer. Right always want to make sure that they understand that. They're, they're a part of the Salvation Army. Yeah, they're teammates. That's, That's right. right. Co-laborers. Yeah, yeah. for right. sure. So, Bobby, if one of our listeners wanted to become a volunteer, uh, they can't really just show up and expect that we'll be able to throw them into service. How do they get involved? So, so you're partially right, Bernie. Let me, let me um, kind of just like talk about this for a bit. Um, people who are local, who are right there near a Salvation Army, whether it's in an impacted area after a major tornado or disaster, can actually come and serve um, just for the day. Yeah. If they wanted to just be what we call a spontaneous volunteer, mm. they can serve locally and and get involved that way. Maybe they only have a couple hours that they can give towards um, helping, but but they can do that. Um, but more importantly, we also have what's called our credentialed disaster volunteers. And you're absolutely uh, okay. right. Those individuals must go through a number of different um, different steps in order to become credentialed and deploy outside of their local area. Okay. Um, so, you know, we want to make sure that they have had a background check, that they've taken our intro to emergency disaster services course that they've taken our safe from harm training mm. um, and that they understand what's going to be expected of them on a disaster operation. Yeah, that's good to know. And mm. we are so organized in that regard because we have the incident command structure and that's there right. are people that report to other people and we you have to know how it all comes together. Mm-hmm. So, and I applaud you for that, Bobby, because you've been a big part of developing mm-hmm. the training for us, particularly here in the South, but it's adopted all over the country. 
Yes, that's correct. You're yeah. a rock star. Oh, well, I don't know about that. It's a joint effort by a lot of people in EDS, yeah. for yeah. sure. Some of the tasks, you you already talked about mm. it, but there are menial tasks, things that we just need muscle or bodies for, like mm. restocking a canteen mm-hmm. or keeping warehouses organized and getting those materials ready to just be pulled into action. There's any number of things that you can do. You don't need to be strong. You don't need to be tall. If you are interested in helping, please reach out to the Salvation Army and volunteer where you can. When disaster strikes, the Salvation Army is there to serve. From hot meals in a canteen to emotional and spiritual care and support, our volunteers are on the ground in their communities and across the nation. We are there moments after disaster strikes and long after the storm clouds have cleared. Our mission is not only to serve in the immediate wake of tragedy, but to furnish individuals with the tools, resources, and support to build lasting recovery. Volunteers play a crucial role in disaster response efforts by offering critical aid to those who may have lost everything. If you're interested in becoming a credentialed volunteer for the Salvation Army, visit disaster.salvationarmyusa.org. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.